ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. To the United States now, and it's a decade of deceit which has been punished. Former US President Donald Trump has been hit with hundreds of millions of dollars in fines for lying about the value of his properties. In the city where he made his fame and fortune, a judge has also banned Mr Trump from serving in any top roles at a New York company or taking out a loan in New York for three years. All up, the total penalties with interest come out at more than 450 million US dollars. That's nearly 700 million dollars Australian. Mary Trump, of course, is the former president's niece. She's also the author of the best-selling book Too Much and Never Enough: How My Family Created the World's Most Dangerous Man. Mary Trump, welcome to RN Breakfast. Hi, Sally. It's great to be with you. What's it been like for you seeing Donald Trump facing significant consequences? Uh, I have to be honest. On the one hand, it's a relief. Uh, It's a very, very long time coming. But on the other hand, it seems mystifying, uh, which is putting it mildly, that given all of this, he is still one, allowed to run for the presidency, and two, uh, very close to clinching the nomination of one of our two major parties. So there's a disconnect there. Um, I can only hope that these judgments start catching up with him uh, in a broader way. What sort of challenges does Donald Trump have with consequences and loss? One of the fascinating things about Donald, uh, and and this is this is the case because he's had so many enablers throughout his life, starting with my grandfather, is that he's never really had to face consequences for anything, uh, and he can't handle having to. We're we're seeing he is becoming increasingly unstable. Uh, His public appearances are becoming increasingly bizarre. He's definitely starting to feel the pressure of these judgments against him and the four criminal trials that he's still facing. Um, So he is unfit, uniquely unfit, I think, to be handling any of this. Uh, And I think it's going to play out in a very public way that is going to be destabilizing both for him and our country. In your view, why are those things so difficult for him? Well, when you've lived for almost 80 years um, with total impunity, there's no reason to think you will ever be held accountable for anything. And let's, let's be completely honest here. He never has had to face the consequences of his actions, no matter how horrific. This is a man who uh, engaged in discriminatory racial, uh, sorry, rental practices in the 70s, and he got slapped with a fine that had no real consequences. This is a man who declared bankruptcy six times in the 80s and 90s and was still resurrected as a brilliant, mega-wealthy businessman in, in the early aughts. Uh, this is a man who, in the four years of his administration, after, by the way, getting into the White House for being incredibly racist and misogynistic, 
who tanked the American economy and didn't do the global economy any favors, who put millions of lives at risk because of his egregious and incompetent COVID policy. Uh, and here he is running for election again. He got away with an insurrection against his own government and tens of millions of people want to vote for him again. Plus, he has the entirety of the Republican Party supporting him. He is not used to being held accountable. And I don't think he's going to like what that feels like very much. He has had a big success uh, as a retail politician in the lead up to what will be the, the next presidential uh, election. As you say, millions of, of supporters. Why do you think he retains that support despite these legal cases? How does he connect, do you think? It's it's interesting. I think, and, and it's hard for those of us on the outside of this, or I should say on the other side of this, to understand uh, what people see in him. Um, but he does have a certain level of charisma that appeals to a lot of people. Also, I think we need to keep in mind that when Donald is found liable for sexual assault, that actually increases his credibility with a lot of the people in his base. As vile a thing as that is to say, that's the truth. People who support him like the fact that he gets away with his crimes. They like the fact that he commits his crimes. They like the fact that he lies through his teeth at every opportunity and seems, at least up until now, to suffer no consequences. Uh, and I think in order for us to get to the other side of this, we need to wrap our heads around what motivates his supporters. What does this mean for the Trump business empire, particularly in New York? Does Donald Trump have the cash to pay these fines? You know, it's that's a very difficult thing to determine because those those sorts of uh, valuations are snapshots in time. So he said maybe last year that he had four hundred million dollars cash on hand. That number could be accurate. It could be much less. It could be much more. We just don't know. We'll find out when it comes time to pay the fine and the interest. Um, whatever the case is, he most likely does not have enough money because of the interest that is added every day on top of uh, the fine itself. Um, and it seems unlikely that this man is going to be able to get a standard loan anymore. Um, the business in New York, as far as I see it, is over. It may come down to uh, the court having to seize some properties and sell them off in order to make New York State whole again. Um, what worries me, uh, because the business, of course, operates outside of New York as well, but I'm much more concerned about his access to illicit foreign funds uh, to help him get out of this mess. What about for Donald Trump's sons? What does this mean? Well, they might have to get a real job. <laughs> There's that, um, but I, I don't, I don't think it bodes well for either one of them. I don't think they're capable people, and they've never had to make a real living. Um, and their father will not uh, put them first. He'll put himself first. So, I don't think this ends well for them uh, in terms of the business and in terms of their prospects as businessmen, but we'll just have to see how that plays out. Just finally, Mary, what's it like for you in day-to-day -day life carrying the Trump name? 
I live in New York City, so people don't really hold it against me. Um, so uh, it's I'm sort of used to it by now. Uh, I've been dealing with with this for decades. Obviously, it's much worse now. But I I think I've made it clear that um, I'm I'm completely outside of that orbit, and I am I I may be from them, but I am not of them. So I'm handling it okay. Mary Trump, thank you very much for joining me. Thank you. That's Mary Trump there, of course, Donald Trump's niece and also best-selling author and psychologist. You're listening to Breakfast. It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio stations live and on demand on the ABC Listen app.